Oh, hello, my beautiful, beautiful souls. This is, can you guess? Yeah, it's me. It's me. And I'm here with you. If you were drawn to listen to this podcast today, that means that you are a winner. It means that great things are coming for you. And there's something in this uh, message that you need to hear right now. And I am here to deliver it, to act as a vessel for truth. Before I make any of these, I meditate and I ask, you know, for God, for the universe to come in to help me serve. And so the whole purpose of this podcast is to, to serve you, to bring you information and, um, people and just messages in the spirituality, scientific realm, and as they relate to addiction and suffering and how to make all of your desires a reality. Actually, let me not say make, how to allow all your desires into physical manifestation, because that's what it's all about. You know, all this, you know, spirituality, everything's good, but like, we want lives of true fulfillment and, and our ultimate happiness. We want to maximize our potential here because that's why we're here. We're here to win. We're here to experience this physical reality and the co-creative process that is life. And it's so easy to get caught up in the, I guess they could say like the Maya, the illusion of all of these people and things and places and relationships. And we get so caught up in this ego mind of did, why did he say that to me? Like, she's like, she's being a bitch or, you know, I should make more money. (laughs) Can you tell what I'm thinking about right now? Um, get so caught up in, in all the little pieces and moving parts that's like we forget who we really are and what we're really here to do. And, I mean, it's easy to do that. You know, Einstein says this um, is all, what did he say, imagination that it, they're, the true nature of reality, let me look it up. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what he said. He said, reality is but a mere illusion, I'll bet a very persistent one. I've been thinking about that a lot lately because it's a hard cookie to, to grasp. You're telling me that like my whole life, like my, my job and my relationships and um, where I live and all of this is an illusion It is a very persistent one, for sure. But what we're learning more and more from science, which is just confirming all the stuff that spirituality has been teaching for aeons, is that there's a code, a energetic vibrational reality that we can't perceive with our physical senses. 
And so we become so reliant on this physical world because we're always looking at the things we can see, hear, smell, taste, touch, not realizing, not really having a context to, to begin seeing the true nature of our reality. I think especially in like Western culture, but probably, you know, everywhere you kids, we always say are playing like make believe and they just have wild imaginations. And, you know, we're always asking about, you know, so, so what did, what did that person say? How much are you going to make? Um, why aren't they, excuse me, I have some water, need to get some water, doing what they said they were going to do. But instead of asking, so like, how do you feel about that? We don't really like honor intuition and the incredible powers of intuition. I mean, we do know something about, about it and science has been researching it and talking about, you know, all these extra sensory powers. It's like I have ESPN or something. <laughs> Some of y'all will get that. Um, and so if this is all an illusion, then, then what's really going on? What's, what's up? Like, really what's up? And when we are just so reliant on these, these physical senses, it can be extremely easy to get lost in the shuffle and to just always be trying to do more, be more, have more, but we're all going about it the wrong way. We think that we like make things happen that will, you know, we apply for jobs and get interviews and we, you know, ace the interview and you know, that we think that it's all just about us, that it's about our effort, our action. And, you know, there's no other work, but hard work. And that's just not really true. It's not true. When you start getting in your vortex and the zone and the, the nothingness, getting into meditation and, and you're in tune with the universe or God and able to ask for and receive help from the one, the one power, the one thing that all connects us, things just start happening for you. I will always remember this, okay? When I was in seventh grade, I have two stories like this, but when I was in seventh grade, I told my mom that I really wanted to go to Europe. I, you know, just had this feeling like I really, really wanted to go. My mom was a single mom. She had her own business, uh, working really hard. And she looked at me and she said, that's great, honey. You know, why don't you chant for it? Cause at the time we were, um, Buddhist and we chanted Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. So I did. I had that blind faith of, of a kid and that's a special, special thing. So anyways, very soon after, I don't remember exactly how many days, but I had gone out to dinner with my mom and she was meeting a couple of her friends there. And then one of her friends bought, brought a friend and this woman, Lisa ran trips to Europe for middle schoolers for like five weeks. I mean, they varied, but she had one that was coming up and there was a girl who was supposed to go. She didn't have any more spots available, but there was a spot that this girl was supposed to go in, but her dad had lost his job and wasn't able to pay for the rest of the trip. And I was able to go in her spot. Cause like everything had been booked. It was kind of like non-refundable like tickets and, and 
hotels or whatever, like the houses and stuff. So my mom was able to pay $500 for me to go to Europe for five weeks. Okay. It was like maybe 13 of us and two counselors or two teachers, whatever, like people, women that came with us. And we stayed in France, Italy, Switzerland, and, um, we were just in the German airport. We weren't really in Germany, but yeah, three countries. And we stayed in this beautiful house in the, uh, French and Swiss Alps. And then Lake Como in Italy. And it was incredible. It, it was incredible. And I did that because my mom had, had told me to chant for it. When I told her that I wanted to go to Europe, she didn't say, Oh, we can't afford it. You can't go. She said, why don't you chant for it? And she just said it in a way that was just so like matter of fact, I said, okay, you know, when you just believe your parents, you know, you believe what they tell you. And I, I still believed in, in everything was possible. And I, I do still now, but I'm like coming back to that, coming back to that blind faith a child has. And I did, and it's not like I chanted for hours and hours, but I, I did do it. And I just assumed that it would happen. When you're in that space, when you're able to ask for help from the universe, it's going to come to you. It will come to you. You don't have to go anywhere or do anything. But you do have to take your, you have to do your part, whatever that part is for you. And so... I just want to talk a little bit about how, how we can, uh, let go or surrender in our own lives and allow like our greatness in. And this surrender, this letting, letting go is kind of includes in it asking for help. Cause when we ask for help, we're admitting we're realizing that it we're not just in this alone this is a co-creative universe that we have our part but our part is is just that it's it doesn't have to be big it's not a lot you just do whatever you need to do and then ask the universe to help you say if this is you know right for me or depending on the situation then um then that's what i want and, and you just do your part. I had a, well, I had been applying to some jobs. I wasn't sure if I wanted to find another job or if I just wanted to stay where I was and do the podcast and stuff, but I decided I did. And I've been applying for jobs and wouldn't you know it, I get an interview. I told you a little bit about this in the last one. And I just came to it with the mindset that I'm not trying to be anybody I'm not. I don't need to impress these people. I need to be prepared and uh, do my best. But I know that if this is right for me, if this is where I am supposed to be or should be, need to be for my highest good and their highest good, then it's going to work out. And so I had, I did update my resume, but I didn't try to like make like two or three different resumes for two or three different kinds of jobs. I just like put the things on there that I, I had done that I wanted to do more of. And I had like creative, um, empathy, uh, 
event planning, like all of the things that I love to do. And these jobs have just started like, I I think every single one that I've applied to has reached back out to me and wants to set up an interview. And now I don't have time to do all of them. But I, I did my part, which was, you know, deciding what I wanted, being satisfied, being happy where I am. I'm not in a rush. I don't have to get another job, but I'm open to it. But I'm open. And so I've been asking for help a lot lately, or I've been asking for it. I wouldn't say a lot, but as often as I remember to, because like this illusion, this reality, it's so easy to forget that none of this like drama and everyday bullshit, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is how you feel. And when you feel connected, when you feel in tune, when you feel like things are always working out for you, it's easy to feel good. Whatever you need to do, whatever thought you need to think, like get on the thought that gives you the most satisfaction or fulfillment in the moment. Find a good feeling thought. It doesn't have to be the best thing ever. It doesn't have to be perfect. But you know, when you're going about your day and you have all these thoughts racing through your head and when you're paying attention, you realize some of those thoughts feel better than some of the other thoughts. So start giving your attention, your time to the ones that feel better and better and better. And that's going to build momentum. And you only have to do that for like 17 or 18 seconds. And by the time you've done that, you've switched your vibration. And when you're in tune, when you're in a connected place, it's so much easier to ask for help and accept the help because you know that you're in the right place. You're in the right place at the right time. It's so hard to ask for help. Like, why is it so hard? And I just so often forget that this isn't, you know, Amanda's world and everyone's just living in it. Like, newsflash. Sometimes I really, I start feeling like not good and I'm like, what, what is it I'm thinking that's like making me not feel good? And I realize like, I just feel disconnected. I feel, you know, discombobulated and all it takes is like a few minutes, a couple breaths of coming back inward and whatever situation I'm in that's giving me difficulty in the moment, just asking for help. It also helps when you can bring a feeling of love in to your heart because love is expansive. It's open. It's very creative in nature. And when you can come from that place, you can allow the, the help in surrender and, and letting go and asking for help is really just another way of saying that we're in this together, that I don't have to create and make all of these things happen in my life, that there's a infinitely powerful source that is behind all of this and can, is able to, is always able to, always wants to help you. 
but you have to let it because that's why we have free will. I mean, you can do whatever you want. They, they say God, or I've heard this before, God gave us free will because we have to choose. We have to choose how we're going to live this life. And so if you ask for help and then go against it, or you ask for God to send you a sign or um, help you in a certain situation, and you get that sign, you uh, are given whatever it is you want, and then you don't take action on it, that's where free will can, you know, get us into a less good feeling place. Because we're always uh, free to, to do whatever we choose. But it's up to you if you're going to act from a place of alignment and satisfaction or if you're going to act from a place of reactivity and hustle and forcing things into being from the ego. Because when we create from the ego, when we like force the things that we want to happen, we can't keep them. They never last. It's not something that's, um, that's lasting. I mean, nothing ever lasts forever, but okay. I used to shoplift sometimes, uh, when I was a lot younger, I definitely not recently, but at the time I was like, Oh shit. Like I got, you know, whatever it was for free. And I, I thought it was cool, but part of me still knew like it was not right. But I'm like, well, fuck it. It's, you know, some big company, so they can afford it, you know, whatever. And I swear I always lost it or it broke or someone took it from me, whatever it was. If you don't come by something like, honestly, if it isn't really yours, you you can't keep it. It Might've just disappeared. I don't know. God may have just been like, nah, girl, mm mm-mm. So let me just give you an example of asking for help. I try to do it every morning. Like when I am journaling, I start by um, say like, dear God, universe, spirit, guides, angels, you know, all beings here for my highest good and the highest good of all. Thank you for coming. Thank you for helping me get here. Thank you for all of the things that you've done along the way to get me to this point. Um, Please help me today to be present and peaceful. I ask, um, what is the most important thing for me to know or to do today? And just try to do some free writing. And there's like nothing too big or too small to ask for help with because we really need help with all of it. None of us has it all figured out. I mean, except for me, obviously. (laughs) I have it all figured out, guys. Isn't that a uh, scary statement? No, but seriously. So I, I ask for help, like what's the most important thing for me to know or do today? And it could be something like small will come to me. It says, you know, one of your friends like really needs you. You need to be there for her. You need to show up for her and, uh, and give her some love. 
because that's what's important. That's what's important to know. That's what's important to do today. Or I have a fun relationship with the people that I work with. My manager is a micro fucking manager. Oh my God. I came into this role. It's a fairly new role. And all of the things that I do, other people, I guess, could do them, but they're really not, there's really not time for them to do all the stuff that I do. And this manager who's been there, I don't know, like over 10 years, she's just like, she's got this like weird dynamic with my, my boss, my, the doctor I work for. And he'll like tell me to do something and I'll be like working on a project. We work on a lot of projects together, but she always wants to have like her input and that's like fine with me. But then when her input goes against what he uh, has told me to do, but then I've been told, well, he's the boss, you listen to him, but then you're telling me to do something different. It's like was getting like infuriating. I mean, it still does. We did our Thanksgiving party last week and had like 75 people there between like doctors and staff and everything. And that's a big thing to put on. I'm not going to say it's, it's hard. Um, it's really fun actually. Like I love doing it. I love it. And when it comes to like the day before and then the day of, there's just a lot of stuff going on and I'm you know, in the middle of all of it. And I've got, you know, a list of never ending list of things to do. We've got, you know, the time that the party starts and I'm, you know, in the middle of something and she's like running around the office yelling for me to be outside when there's nothing to do outside. And I just was like, can you stop yelling? And she stopped immediately. But I had just been in my car. I had to go take a little break because there was just too much with her. Like, it wouldn't be overwhelming for me if I didn't have her, like, in my ear trying to tell me how to do everything that's already been done. But dealing with her takes a lot of patience. And so I was in my car and I just said, can you please help me be present be positive and just have like the best interactions with everyone. And I don't, I guess I sometimes do get nervous around a lot of people, but not necessarily like in this kind of case, it was just kind of all of the things going on and then all of the people showing up, there's just like a lot to do. And so like, I I really needed help doing that. And that's kind of where the free will comes in. So when she's doing something that's, you know, not acceptable to me in the moment, I could have just said, okay. And, you know, and done whatever it was she was asking, which, which I had already done a million times that day, but this time I couldn't do it. And she was just getting to be too much. And so I said, can you please stop yelling? And that was allowing the help in. That was like my free will the will to choose. And it wasn't something like premeditated or preplanned. And maybe this doesn't sound like a big deal to you, but, um, I was able to say that and speak up for myself, which I had never really done in there before. Not like in that way. And that seems like so small, but I dealt with so much anxiety and fear for so long in my job, like, because I felt like I didn't 
deserve it or they would like figure me out or for whatever reason. And I've just, you know, started to get past that. And so it was like a really big deal for me to be able to say that. And I know that that was the universe helping me, giving me my voice, giving me the the courage or the ability to say something when before I hadn't done that. And it changed everything. It changed the whole dynamic. And I've had to do that a lot in this job and it's helped me in my life. Like, because I had so much, um, you know, fear and anxiety in the position for so long, I was trying to, I felt like I had to do everything and be everything and be perfect. And it was like so much pressure. And as soon as I was able to like let go of that, you know, tension and accept that I was good, I was doing a great job and that I'm not, um, I'm not perfect. I was able to, you know, we're working on a thank you card right now. And before I would have like gone over and over the wording and the design, it would have taken me hours because I wanted it to be just so. Even though when I go and show this draft to either my manager or my boss, they're going to make changes and they could, you know, want the whole thing different than the way I just spent hours doing it. So I just decided, hey, I'm just going to do my best. I finished this thank you card yesterday in like 15 minutes, showed him a draft. He wanted to change like two things, fixed it in like five minutes. I went to my manager. I said, hey, do you think this wording is right? Hey, can you help me with the wording here? And she did. She's happy to. Of course, she's happy to. You know, nobody um, exists in a vacuum. And for me to attempt to like make everything just so, even though it's still going to be changed, wasn't helping me. It was making me so stressed out. And now this is like the fourth or fifth party or event that I've planned. And I've also just accepted that I just have to do my best. I just have to do my part. So I don't need to like make things all perfect myself. I say, hey, can you help me with this? Hey, um, what do you think of this? Whatever it is, like if it's the setup or the vendors or whatever. Hey, do you know any food trucks? And they're just given to me like that. I mean, it's, it's wild. Another example is I was trying, I like was forever trying to like fix my room. I didn't like the space and I didn't really know why. I didn't know what the problem was. When I first moved in, I went through probably like 10 pairs of curtains because I couldn't figure out what, what was wrong, why I didn't like them. Um, and I had just bought this bed. This was like a few months ago, like at least six or seven. And I realized I didn't like it. And so I had been at an office, um, maybe like two months ago. And this woman, I was showing her a thank you card and it's got a picture of all of us on it from our last party. And she's like, Oh, that's so-and-so she did my whole office and, you know, helped our doctor redo her house. She helps people like with their model homes and she's like great at design. And I was like, oh shit, that's like really interesting. So I go into work and I'm telling uh, my coworker what what this lady had said. And she's like, oh yeah. And she, you can tell she's just like very certain, very definite. She like knows what goes where and you know, how, what looks right. And I'm like a very aesthetic, like creative person, but interior design just isn't my thing. I just don't have a like natural ability to visualize things in spaces like 
and I like a, a lot of stuff. So the things that I'm, I'm liking and putting together are just not working anyways. She helps me and like this woman can literally find whatever piece you need um, within like minutes. I'm telling her I need a new bed. And she's like, well, what, you know, what don't you like? And I was like, nothing. I don't like anything in here. I want a whole different room. <laughs> and she helped me do it in such a way that like I didn't spend a ton of money. She helped me find uh, pieces that were going to work. They like weren't too expensive and it's like so much better. I can't tell you how much better I feel in that space because I was able to like let go of trying to do it all myself and, you know, receive the help that the universe was giving me. And I was able to do that because I was in a space that would allow that, that would allow me to receive because when you ask for help or ask for anything, it's given, but you can't, um, overlook, I guess, the help that you're being given. You know, we're asking for something, asking for it, asking for it. And then the universe is giving it to you. And you're like, no, not that, not that, not that. Or I want to do it myself. No, I'm going to figure this out. And we just like get stuck in these patterns of, you know, misery and pain because we won't let go of the process and accept that other people or, you know, situations or things are trying to help us. You can't do this all by yourself. You didn't do this by yourself to get here. Did you like make your body? Did you come here and like made the sperm and the egg meet and created this beautiful thing we call life? Like you didn't do that by yourself. You were... I, I do think we chose this life. We, we chose our parents. We received this body and our health and our family. And like all of the things that we have were given to us by something greater than just us. Our soul is that connection to the divine. It's like a spark. And we want to get to a place where we're fanning that flame, that spark, that oneness, that infinite potential, that we're flaming it to become larger and larger and larger until our whole beings are light. Until we have attained and can maintain cosmic consciousness. And the way that we do that is asking for help and receiving it and letting go of this illusion that you are just your body or just your mind or somehow isolated from the rest of the world. Because that's how we thrive. That's how we make it in this life. We make it in relation to one another, in connection with one another, in connection with source. And there's just so much relief. Oh man, let me tell you that you get from letting go. When I was making this podcast... 
um, this episode and just the podcast in general, I am like 500 steps ahead or so I think, you know, I'm like planning things that have not even come close to, to manifesting right at this moment. I'm like, okay, well, if I do this, um, this episode, then how is that going to work out for my coaching? And then how am I going to get my email newsletter? How am I going to get listeners? Like all of these things, but I haven't even really done the work yet. I haven't done my part. I haven't done what I, what I wanted to do initially. And I realized that I'm here to have fun. Okay. To have fun, to do my part, to share this voice, these messages that I've been given to help me connect more deeply with the divine and to help you, to help others. This is all about helping others. Like my whole why here is connecting to others, connecting others to each other, connecting to myself, to the divine. And if I'm saying that I'm here to to do these things, then I just do them. I don't need to worry about 20 steps ahead or where I'm going to be in three years or how I'm going to get this podcast to be a huge success, a huge supernatural success. You know, I was like oh, driving myself crazy trying to make this logo and I can design stuff. I do have some, you know, talent for that. And it's just, it's driving me insane. And so I had to work from home for a couple of weeks cause I got mono and I had to call this, um, company that we work with that does our website. And they had just, uh, the girl that I had been working with, she left and there was a new girl there. And so I had to call her to help me with something. And we just started talking and she is a like graphic designer. She loves making logos, loves it. And she said she'd be like happy to help me. She sent me her prices and I was like, oh yeah, (laughs) it was, I felt like kind of ashamed and like I somehow wasn't good enough because I couldn't afford it. And she, she messaged me back anyways, uh, when I didn't respond and said, you know, we should go get lunch. Um, I can definitely work with you on the pricing. And I was so scared to go because I was like, felt bad that I couldn't give her that right now. And she is such a beautiful spirit and soul. Like I ended up crying. I ended up breaking down to this woman (laughs) and telling her, you know, what I was trying to do and, you know, how I was, um, you know, going along at work and just, you know, how important I guess that this was to me. And she said she would help me and she did it for such a amazing price. Like I can't even tell you cause I, it's just, I mean, it, it was so amazing. And that's what I mean by like, when we ask for help, it's given. And I'm, when she told me her pricing initially, I'm thinking, well, never mind. Like, she's not going to help me. I'm just gonna have to do this myself. Like I can't ask her to reduce her price this much but she still got back in touch with me and, and helped me. And so that's what I mean. Like if you're being given something, it's not up to you to decide if you're good enough or if you're worth it. You just ask, 
You can get so far in this life by just asking. If there's something you don't know, ask. If there's something that you need help with, like just ask. And trust that it's all, it's all happening. It's all working out for you all the time. In the good times and in the bad times, especially in the bad times. Because those quote-unquote bad times are what brings us closer to the divine. When everything's all hunky-dory, it's easy to forget to ask for help or to let go. Or to, you know, take some time and space to connect. But when things are not going so well, it puts things in perspective of everything that you have, you know, to be grateful for. And puts you in such a position that you basically have to ask for help because you're so miserable. And those are the times when diamonds are made. Diamonds are made through this like incredibly pressurized process that takes place over thousands of years. And, you know, that's what we are. That's what we're here to do because we wanted to experience that because we knew that it would encourage, it would supplement, it would cultivate our growth, our experience of growing and creating in this like physical reality because there is an underlying law or rule that or thing that connects us all and we're finding that when they have studied atoms and particles under a microscope you get to the smallest particle I guess that that we can study and at the atom accelerator or particle accelerator in Switzerland, they've seen that one of atom or electron can be in two places at the same time. Two places at the same time. And when you tickle one or mess with it, you could let's say tickle, and the other one is like five miles away, all the way on the other end of the accelerator, it responds like you're tickling it, that they're connected somehow, that there's something in this juice of life that's connecting the experiences of one to the other. That something is the same thing that connects all of us, that is the true nature of this reality. And letting go is simply a process of accepting that reality, that connection, that force that creates everything. And you are that force. You're a part of that force. But like I said, apparently this isn't just like Amanda's world and everyone else is just living in it. You know, when you ask for something, there's, you know, say 10 other people that have asked for something that relates to you. And then all situations and circumstances line up so that you are connected with that person who is also 
looking for or looking to give whatever it is that you want because they need something. I'm thinking about like with jobs, you know, I'm thinking of all the things that I want. Clearly, there's a place that needs somebody to do all of these things. And so when I decide what I want, when I put that on my resume, when I decide what kind of jobs I'm going to apply for and and do my part and not try to be all things to all people, then that can allow this other person who needs someone to do the things that I've just said that I want to do, it leads them to find me. And then we're both happy. You got to ask for what you want and allow yourself to receive it because it's not just you. It's given to you when you are strong in your desire of what you want, of what you don't want. We learn what we want by experiencing the things that we don't want. And we have to allow some things to fall apart in order for the better things to fall together. You can't be both. You have to decide what it is you're doing, what you're here for, and just do it. And that's all all you have to do. That's your only part, is to be yourself, be in the desire, be in the feeling. And then let go. You were drawn to this message today because there's something in your life that you need to let go of, that you need to receive some help with. There's something in your life that you're trying to force into something that it's not or make yourself be okay with something that you're not okay with. And I'm here to tell you that you don't have to do that. You can do that. If that's what you want, no one's going to stop you. But you can also let it go and be happy and move forward and take that next step. Take that leap of faith, that blind faith. Ask your higher power, which is the same higher power for all of us, ask for help. With whatever it is that you're struggling with, that you know that you need to let go of, and take that first step. You know what you need to do. You may not know all of it. I'm sure you don't know all of it. We make all these plans and, you know, what God thinks of our plans. You just need to know the next step. Nobody's asking you to, like, give them all the directions. You just have to show the universe what you want and take that next step, that aligned action, and let the rest go. Ask for help doing it. I ask for help on the silliest things all the time. And it works. But you got to be in that quiet space where you can hear it, where you can hear the answer, where you can... Feel the peace. From that state, you can create anything.
When you take this aligned action, other things are going to fall away. You're going to experience a releasing of this old self, of these old beliefs, old habits, old patterns, old relationships. And that's a good sign. It means you're changing. It means you're awakening, you're moving forward. If you really want to have all of these things that you desire, then you've got to let go of all the bullshit. Letting go is how we allow all of the good stuff in. I love you so much. I love you so much. Thank you for allowing me to share this message with you today. If you are struggling with something, if you need to let go of something and are experiencing difficulties doing so, I am more than happy to talk to you, to do, you know, whatever I can for you, which... I can't do anything for you. I can be the person that holds the space for you to do so. But it's your choice if you're going to try to do it yourself or ask for help. So if you do need help, I am available and you can email me at the T-H-E Supernatural Success Coach at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a really cathartic and uh, powerful experience for me. I hope it uh, was something similar for you because I'm here for it. I'm here for you. I'm here to serve. Now, Go love yourself enough to take that next right action, whether that is being still or meditating or um, whatever it is. I couldn't think of anything just now, but you know what it is, so you don't need me to tell you. Until next time, my friends. Mwah!